take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host, Zivi Kivi. Now, welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is Season 3, Chapter 8. Today, we are hosting Brian Garner, the balloon nerd, and he will share with us his journey into Kidvention, the Capital Kidvention Convention, which is a pretty interesting concept of a convention, which you, I think you will like to, uh, to know all the details about this convention. And more importantly, I think you'll be happy to hear who are the balloon artists that are teaching in the Capital Convention uh, on the upcoming January. Uh, one of them is a close friend of mine in the Mapkey called Derek Wong, who is an awesome instructor and has some really cool stuff. I really hope one day that Derek will arrive to Israel to teach us as well. Uh, speaking of teaching in Israel, next week we are having the Israeli event, and that is an event organized by Guy Sheffer from Balonism and by me, your host, Zivi Kivi, and we are actually hosting in Israel a mini convention. It's not uh, like uh, one of those hundreds of people conventions like uh, in Twist and Shout, but it is a very uh, high quality convention because the instructors that we are uh, bringing over are just amazing people. People like Andrea Noel and Peter Van Engen, Matt Falloon and Michael Abramson, all of them are really talented people and they will be teaching us and jamming with us. So that happens next week and I'm, I'm so excited. I want to share with you about the Twist and Shout promotion that is still going on. If you didn't register yet to Twist and Shout 17, you are missing on an opportunity to win cool prizes. So a shout out for Joe Tombarello. Joe Tombarello, who is also a fellow Mapki, uh, and by the way, if you're not familiar with the term Mapki, that's basically someone who is taking the Mapk program which is the modern automated balloon business course. But it's more of a program. It's not really a course. It's more like a program. Uh, so Joe Tombarello is a fellow Mapki and uh, knows the secret handshake of the Mapkis. And because he decided to come to Twist and Shout with the promotion of the Balloon Artist Podcast, that me and Patty and Patty and me basically have arranged a promotion. And this is also sponsored well, not sponsored, but more like uh, arranged with the help of Guy Sheffer. Uh, so Joe has won a prize just by using the coupon. It didn't cost him anything. He used our coupon and now he won a prize. And Joe Tomparello, my friend, you won Free Spirit Boost. So the Free Spirit Boost means that you can choose one person in the world and then you and then he or she or you can also choose one lesson out of MAPC that they can, you know, either attend or get the replay of. So really uh, exciting because you can choose, you can choose maybe lesson six about champion building system, or maybe, you know, lesson two about SEO, or lesson three about the tools of SEO, or whatnot. Whatever is good for you, Joe, to give as a present for one balloon artist and that is the free spirit boost that's what you want joe there are other prizes as well that you guys can win including a full registration for 1600 bucks 
for Mark and including other prizes that are really cool that uh, Guy uh, gave as well. I will have some more uh, messages for you after the interview, but for now, I hope you really enjoy the ideas and the spirit and the movement of the balloons of Brian Garner. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and we are now live together with Brian Garner, the balloon nerd. And you know what? I have to share with you, Brian Garner has created a very unique character and persona around himself, around his business. And as the balloon nerd, he performs um, balloon shows, magic shows. He does amazing balloon art at restaurants and in uh, other events. And I uh, noticed him around, as you, one might say. I noticed uh, his uh, DVD that he t- um, published, which looked extremely interesting. And I must say, I'm very proud to have Brian Garner on the show here in the Balloon Artist Podcast to talk a little bit about conventions. So hello, Brian. Hello, Zivi. How are you doing? I'm really excited. And I have to start with a quick question. When you talk with kids or with customers, do you ask them to call you Brian or to call you the Balloon Nerd? They only know me as the Balloon Nerd. Amazing, amazing. I love it. In case someone wants to learn a little bit more about how did you become the Balloon Nerd, can you share with us the, the backstory of that? Yeah, absolutely. So everything, when I got into balloons a little over three and a half years ago, um, I wasn't sure what I was going to be called. Uh, I knew that it was important for me to have a character, but I wasn't sure what that character was. Um, and so I looked at myself and tried to figure out what I could go off of. And the biggest thing that stood out to me were my glasses. So you look at glasses and it's kind of nerdy. Um, but the way that people look at nerds now is not the way that they used to look at nerds, you know, even 10 years ago. Now, to be called a nerd is a cool thing. Uh, to be a nerd means that you are really excited about something, that you, that you are really into uh, a certain subject or, or something that you really enjoy. Uh, so I loved balloons. So with having the glasses, I thought maybe I could try with this name. Well, it seemed to work well. Uh, the look wasn't there at the time, ex- except for the glasses. You know, I didn't have the suspenders and the tie and all the, and the plaid shirts. Uh, that came that came after. Um, but that's kind of how it got based. It was based off of me just wearing my glasses. And uh, you also have a very colorful logo that shows, that portraits those characteristics of, of you as the balloon nerd. And uh, what's, what's with the snake that, uh, that is around you? Oh, that's, what, that's Scooter. So those, those two balloons that are, that are actually a part of my logo, uh, that's Scooter and Teddy. Uh, Teddy is the teddy bear. He, he reads minds. Um, so at the end of my show, he actually read somebody's mind, but Scooter is, uh, is a humongous dancing balloon steak. Uh, I use him in my show. Um, he's about 20 foot long and he comes out, he comes out all the time. So that's, that's why he's part of that logo. Today we are talking in this season three about conventions, and I know you have quite a history with one of the conventions that uh, I wanted to cover in this season, and that is Capital Convention. So we'll first talk a little bit about what is this convention and uh, what is your history with this convention, because you will also be teaching in the upcoming one. And uh, and later we can talk all about um, 
what you actually teach there. So tell us a little bit about the experience of the Capital Convention. Okay, so Capital Convention takes place uh, right outside of Washington, D.C., and it's a, it's a convention not only for balloon twisters, but for magicians, jugglers, clowns, puppeteers, ventriloquists, body painters, face painters. It hits on so many different types of family entertainers, and that's one of the best things about the convention. Um, when I went to the convention in the beginning, I was only a magician. So going to the convention, I got to see all these different types of family entertainment and balloons are kind of what stood out to me. I, I thought the juggling was great. Uh, I thought uh, the balloons were, were neat, but they were a little more fascinating to me uh, than the juggling. I, I love clowning. I love puppets. You know, things as, as a magician, uh, you kind of enjoy a little bit of each. Um, but one thing that really stood out to me was the fact that you could go in there only as one type of entertainer like I was as a magician and learn how to get into balloons, how to become a face painter, how to get into juggling or to clowning. Uh, and that's one of the things I really enjoyed about it is that you could go there for one purpose, you know, maybe to learn a couple new routines for your magic show, but then come out there like I did as a completely different entertainer. Amazing. And I think this is really one of the key aspects of uh, Capital Convention that is quite unique. You know, uh, I, I got to meet a few face painters recently and uh, hang out with them and talk with them. And pretty much it's amazing how much you can get out of meeting with people out of your expertise and mm -hmm. uh, getting to see what are their hurdles and learn what helps to them to overcome those hurdles. So I really can relate to that. Tell us a little bit about your history with Capital Convention. How long have you been attending those? So this is, I think this is going to be my fifth year that I've been going. Um, when I went there, like I said, I was just a magician. I went there as, uh, as an attendee. And, and then I went, uh, I went my second year as an attendee. Uh, and, and that's when, so the first year I went as a magician that introduced me into balloons And so then I started playing with balloons. So the second year that I went, I got to um, go to a little more balloon classes than I had the first time. And, uh, and that got my excitement even more. And then the, uh, then after that, uh, you know, in going to the more intensive classes and then up to uh, the one that took place in January uh, in 2016, um, I went as an instructor And I was able to teach there. I taught two classes there, one on uh, on beginner balloons. And this was a class for, for people that had never touched a balloon before and wanted to see what it was like. Now, for me, that class was amazing to teach because I got to be a part of introducing people that weren't twisters to the world of balloons. So even though I was teaching them the basics, uh, I, I got to be the one to show them Uh, you know, how exciting it can be to create something with just something that you blow up and how amazing that is. And that's actually, you know, the experience of, in a way, closing the circle and creating the new circle uh, for those people because you basically took that uh, balloon bug, you caught the balloon bug in the second convention that you've been through, and then this year, on 2016, you made 
that bug uh, beat a few other uh, entertainers and now they will have their own uh, journey into the balloon land. You taught uh, one class which was a basic class and what was the second class? So the second class I taught was on was based off of my video It's Alive. Uh, so I taught uh, I taught the techniques that I teach on the video uh, plus showed a bunch of different designs uh, using those techniques and all the shenanigans that come with it. Uh, one thing that I like to do when I'm teaching is not only look at it as a class but as a show I want to make my mark with them I want to give them something to think about so there was lots of craziness that went on in the class that only people that attended the class um, got to experience which is really awesome that sounds cool so now let's talk a little bit about the next the upcoming convention mm -hmm. tell us uh, first of all uh, like the technical details of where is it and uh, when is it okay so capital convention is held right outside of DC it's in Alexandria Virginia and it's going to be January 27th through January 29th uh, 2017 so three days in the United States, in Washington, D.C. Is it something that uh, is far away from the airport in D.C.? Like, do you know? Yeah, no, no. It's so there's, there's an airport right beside it. There's an airport right outside of it. You take a shuttle from the airport right to the hotel. So it's very, very close. Easy, easy. Yes. People come to this convention really from, from all around mm -hmm. the U.S. and from, from also from out of the U.S. and people from all kinds of niches attended. This year in uh, 27, 28, 29th, is that correct? Correct. In January? That's correct. So in 27 till 29th of January, three days in, in Washington, D.C., there will be uh, a few... Uh, lecturers on the balloon side of things and uh, three amazing people so t tell us who is going to lecture the balloon presenters that are at capital convention uh, are myself christopher lyle derek wong shauna flanagan uh corinne smith uh, she goes by sparkles you'll see a lot of her stuff posted on facebook um let's see who else brian gets brian teaches a lot of bigger things uh, Dan Staples, he's kind of the new guy out there that's teaching cool stuff with uh, big bear heads uh, and some other different things like that. I think that's pretty much it for balloon twisters. Wow, uh, it sounds like uh, you took over. <laughs> like balloon people took, took over the Capital Convention. Uh, this is awesome, awesome. I, I thought that there were only three, but wow. Wow, so, so many things that you can go and learn there as a balloon artist. And uh, obviously, one of the major reasons to go there is not just for balloon art, but also to learn, you know, other stuff. So what else can you learn there, basically? So you can, you can learn stuff for, uh, as a magician. There's stuff that's there. Um, there's stuff as, uh, as a puppeteer or a ventriloquist. And here's the cool thing. You don't have to be doing any of that stuff. Say you're the balloon twister, but you want to add a little bit more. Say you're doing a balloon show and you want to add a, you know, some kind of routine using a puppet. Well, there's a class that's going to be taught there. Um, and this guy, Dan Puppets, is going to be teaching a class. And he'll talk about storytelling. So this will get you into the world of storytelling, which, which is cool because it could also open you up to other venues you might not be doing uh, that might be performing at, like libraries. Um, so... There's that. There's uh, there's classes on face painting, body body painting. Um, 
There's, uh, I believe there's stuff when it comes to clowning as well. And there's definitely classes on uh, business. So stuff on marketing. Yeah. It hits all different realms of you as an entertainer, but how you can also add more to what you provide to your clients. Nice. Uh, what class will you teach in uh, the upcoming convention? Okay, so I'm going to be teaching two classes. I'm going to be teaching the beginners class again. Uh, we had such a great turnout that uh, that came out last time. So we're going to be do I'm going to be doing that again. And I'm also going to be teaching another class called It's Alive 2, T-O-O. And on this class, I'm going to be showing the concepts for It's Alive, but I'm going to be showing uh, designs that are practical for today that kids are asking. Um, I don't want to leak anything out of exactly what I'm teaching, but these designs are practical that you can make at birthday parties at restaurants um, that you can also pre-make and give to people um, as something special as well. Um, but these are some really neat designs that have worked for me, have worked for other entertainers, uh, and are definitely getting some great buzz from the clientele. Uh, so it, it's going to be a fun class. And like I said about the shenanigans before, they're definitely going to be back with some really fun, crazy things that are going to happen in the class. Uh, so not only are you going to learn in the It's Alive 2 class, but you're also going to have a great time. You're going to have fun. You're going to laugh. Uh, I, hopefully you won't cry unless it's crying from laughing so hard. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a fun class. It's something that you will be able to get out of it. Even if you are a new balloon twister, you will get something out of it. Do you know how much the convention is going to right. cost if someone is considering? Yeah, so Capital Convention costs $275, which is a great price for a three-day convention. Okay. So 275 and it's uh, at the end of January on 27, 28 and 29th and um, do you know how many people f go to this convention? Hundreds. Um, I can tell you we did, Capital Convention did a, uh, a certain day called a deal day um, and with the deal day they had to get at least 200 people registered uh, in order for everyone to get a special price. So they were able to get $100 off if they registered on that day. Now, they got over over 300 people that registered just on that one day. So oh, it could wow. be over 400 people. It could be close to 500 people. It's taken place at a big, at a big hotel. So, uh, and this is a new hotel for Capital Convention because we kind of keep growing every year outside of the hotels we've been at. I have no idea how many people. I mean, we're. I'm looking at probably well over 400 people is probably what it's going to be. Wow, wow, uh, that's a lot of people uh, indeed. Uh, but at the same time, I I know we talked about this feeling before. Uh, you you get a very specific feeling when you go to convention, even though there's a lot of people there. So tell tell us a little bit about about so that. The the cool thing about Capital Convention, with there being so many different types of entertainers, is that they everybody makes you feel like family you, you know we get to see these people only once a year you know for those three days but you look forward to it not only to learning you know how to make your business better how to be a better performer you know different designs but you look forward to that convention just to see your friends the people that you call family the way that the jam rooms are set up there's two different jam rooms there's one jam room for face and body painters, and then there's a jam room for balloon artists, and, and it, it's a party. It is, it is an amazing time where we are learning from each other, and we're sharing with each other, and you look forward to that next day to when you get to see them and hang out with, with, with them again.
but everybody shares so much stuff there. You you feel you honestly feel like it's like it's a family environment, and you're learning stuff like you had just mentioned before. Um, there's stuff that you get out of conversations with face painters. There's converse, you know conversations that you might get from a juggler where something they might say something that strikes it up with you, where you're thinking, "Wow, I never thought of it like that." So that might be something that improves you as an entertainer as well. Um, but it is a great, even though you have that many people, it feels like a small family reunion. It's a feeling like no other. And I've been to two other different conventions through the years um, that I went to several times, and I never had those feelings from that convention. They were great conventions, but I never got that sense of family like I do at Capital Convention. This feeling of family feeling that you get in, in conventions, I definitely felt that uh, in a few conventions that I've been for, through. It's very important for me to hear that this is the case also with convention because it means that people there, they care. They care about one another. The, the instructors care about the people, the delegate. They want them to learn. They want them to get value. And all in all, when you take a look at the lineup of people that are lecturing there, very impressive, I have to say. Yeah. Very impressive people that can bring you value and can, can help you improve, expose you to other concepts, other ideas. So sounds very, very interesting. I want to talk with you a little bit more about your concepts there, the It's Alive or It's Alive 2 concept, because... That's not something that you see every day, and there's a lot of value there uh, that that needs to be, you know, understood. So tell us a little bit about what is that concept of of it's alive. So, so the concept for it's alive is is about adding movement to your balloons, making it a little bit more than just a piece of artwork, but making it a toy, making it a puppet, making it something that the kids can actually play with. You know, you can make something amazing, and that is great, but you also want to enhance that. So with It's Alive, we've been able to create ways that enhance that feeling for the person receiving that balloon. So now they get to see something cool, but now they get to play with it. You know, not just, you know, say you made Spider-Man, not just get to play, you know, jump up from table to table or on top of a kid's head. Now you can make the, the, the web spin. You can add a little bit more onto it, which adds more to that, to that feeling that the person receiving the balloon will get. You know, we as balloon artists, we've been making toys forever. But those toys were basically just those, you know, the equivalent to a plastic toy which doesn't do anything and what uh, what what you do I, I think is more closer to like action figures that actually can move right and 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 in a surprising way too so tell us a, little, a few examples of uh, things that uh, uh, that you do okay so so we just talked about the spider-man that that's actually where the concept uh, first started was uh, making a spider-man that had the web that spin um, you know, uh, a Ninja Turtle that had spitting nunchucks. Um, and now this is just using a spitting method. Um, uh, one, the one that happens a lot is uh, making Elsa from Frozen, but that has a spinning globe that makes a sound as, the, as it looks like the snowflake globe that's spinning around. Uh, 
Then there's different ones where I don't want to give away too much without for, for people who don't have the video, but um, there's ones where there's a little bit more movement. There's ones involving uh, puppets of sorts, um, which will allow for, you know, um, a dancing zombie or a dancing octopus. Um, there's, there's all different, there's, there's a couple different techniques, but in so many different ways that uh, you can incorporate those techniques, which the cool thing is those are limitless. It's up to you and what you can come up with using those techniques. Do you do also use these kind of concepts in your day-to-day work? No, I used to. I, I don't get to do them as much. I do them. So before one of the restaurants that I was working, I had time where I could do that. Um, restaurant where I'm working now is very fast line work, so I'm unable to do it. At birthday parties, I can do it. Um, most of the time, I, it's something special that I will bring there. Um, but the way that the concepts are, you can pre-make a lot of them, and they will add a minute onto the balloon that you're making, if that. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the actual feedbacks that you got from those uh, designs in real world, and after that also by balloon artists uh, in the okay. real world. So first with the actual audience. So, so with the actual audience, if, if we go back to the, the first one that I made, when I was finally able to come up with a good way for Spider-Man's web to spin, I was shocked at the reaction that it got. I remember giving it to the kid, and the poor kid got three different versions of it, um, He, so he came in one week, and, and that's when the idea happened, and it was really rough. Then he came in the second week, and I had been thinking and thinking of how I could improve it. So I thought I'd come up with something, but it needed a little bit more tweaking. So as he was still at the restaurant, that I, it, what I was missing clicked, and, and I was able to fix it. And to see his reaction kind of gave me the same reaction. The kid was literally in awe of what was happening with the balloon. It was, it, it was, it was pretty unreal to see that now he noticed that it's a toy. So to see a kid's reaction that gets a cool balloon turn into a balloon that's cool that moves is incredible. I, I, I felt the same way he did because of just looking at his reaction. And I remember his mom that was with him couldn't believe it because... That was the first time they had ever seen anything like it. And, and so that really pushed me to want to come up with some more ideas on how to make it even better. That, seeing that on a one-on-one basis was unbelievable. And as I kept doing them, I got to see the same reaction, and it seemed to be consistent. The cool thing with working at the restaurant at the time that I was doing these is that I saw an, how it improved my tips that I was making as well. So if I were to get a $5 tip for, let's say, for the Spider-Man balloon, that $5 tip was turning into a $10 tip. And it was pretty unbelievable to see that it could double just from adding one thing to it. Um, But I don't think it was about the fact of adding the one thing to it, but I think it was the fact that it it changed the experience for the child. This is, I think, uh, correct. I mean, it's not just about that one extra balloon. Uh, sometimes one extra balloon can make a huge difference, mm-hmm. but this is not just one extra detail in the design. This is like an entirely new feature of the of the 
product that you're making and that feature is the fact that there is one more way that you can play with it which is like uh, it just animates the, the sculpture and you know it's like from just a sculpture it becomes an actual toy that people can play with and see the movement and do it again and again is it uh, very time consuming to create the spinner uh, the, the spinner um, After you learn it, it's really simple. It's something you can do while you're watching TV, as long as you're careful. Um, but it's, 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 it's not hard to make it. And the nice thing is with, with, with the stuff you learn, you can prep the stuff at home. Like say um, some people will prep um, putting you know, little pom-poms, the little fuzzy pom-poms in clear balloons, you know, if they're making them as a, as a rattle or as a gumball machine. Um, they're prepping some of their balloons before, you know, before one of their events. It's the same thing, you know, in mine, I have a good amount of them that I've prepped. Um, and the nice thing is they stay. It's, it's not like latex where, uh, you, you have so much time before it could go bad with, with this stuff. It's once you've prepped it, it's ready. And it, you could have it for years until you, until you need it or, you know, until it would, anything would happen to it. So, no, it's not, it's not hard at all to, to make them. Is it expensive? No, not at all. So let me tell you something, Zivi. I'm a very cheap person. I'm very cheap. And so the same applies to what I do. Um, I want to give them a great experience, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to have to spend a lot of money. So I was able to use things that we can buy from our typical uh, balloon uh, retailer And, and none of this stuff is hard to find. So that's the nice thing. And it's not expensive. Cool. So you've been able to add something to the balloon, which creates movement in the balloon. Is that a correct, correct. way to right. explain? Yeah, you got it. Cool. Uh, wonderful. And, uh, you know, uh, we are both magicians, so we have this uh, frame of, uh, of mind of how to look in, uh, on an, on, uh, on an experience or an effect and to plan it ahead. And I think that what you did was to try to add some magic to, to your balloons and make them alive by, by that. Uh, which is really like the one, one of the best magic tricks that you can do is animate, make something alive. Uh, you do it with puppets and, uh, you do it, uh, and, and you, Brian Garner, the balloon nerd, You also do it with balloons. So if people want to check out and learn, you know, those techniques of how to animate balloons and make them feel alive, what should they so do? So you can, you can get, there's a digital download that's available and you can go on to www.aliveballoons.com. That's A-L-I-V-E. B-A-L-L-O-O-N-S dot com. Um, and you can purchase it right on there. And as always, we'll also put the, um, the link to that, to aliveballoons.com, aliveballoons.com. That's Is right. That it? So we'll also put the link to aliveballoons.com on the show notes on the balloonartistpodcast.com. And uh, this will also be something that people can see. Um, tell us a little bit about the bonus uh, material that you uh, so graciously ex uh, agreed to share. So with this special download you're going to get, you'll be able to get a special design uh, that's using one of the techniques from It's Alive. Uh, that I haven't put out anywhere else. So this is something special uh, for 
for you guys. I'm really looking forward to hearing from people that uh, implement this. By the way, I think a few a few other balloon artists that have been on the balloon artist podcast have been using the concepts from your DVDs, uh, It's Alive. Can you share with us a, a few success stories from other balloon artists? Yeah, absolutely. I be- so uh, Sam Kermeens is one of them. Sam got to see the video before we actually before I actually released it. Um, and Sam took his helicopter design at his restaurant and was able to use one of the techniques and make it come to life, uh, which gave a great reaction. Uh, so Sam's one of them. Um, it's inspired some other really big balloon twisters uh, to bring back some of their old stuff. Uh, I've had some personal stories that have been shared by by twisters that we look up to uh, where they said that the ideas had inspired them to bring back some of the things they were doing, but to uh, but to do something a little bit different. So that as a as a balloon twister has been extremely encouraging uh, and exciting for me because, uh, that's like as a magician, David Copperfield, telling you your your magic trick was able to help me do this trick again or something. So uh, I'm very humbled by it and something that was amazing for me. Um, there's been other balloon twisters that uh, that are that have been adding it to there that haven't been on your podcast, but uh, but are doing them and are, are seeing some great re- uh, responses from them. Cool. And of course, uh, give me some time. We'll find them and uh, <laughs> or, or maybe there are too many of them, so I won't. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, uh, I'm already sold because I do Elsa a lot. I make Elsa's uh, like in line work on the higher end side of the line works, not on birthdays, but on, on the other events that I do. And I love making Elsa's. Uh, I have uh, a design that I use and just adding that uh, principle. And uh, incorporating that, uh, I I will report feedback awesome. um, after testing it, and uh, that sounds something which really um, can fit my style of uh, taking something awesome and making it even more awesome. Great. So I really appreciate that. Um, that that's wonderful. Uh, so you also have uh, some some good news about West Coast. So. Share with us what is going to happen in West Coast. So I will be. I'm very excited about it. Uh, they're, they're doing something new for 2017. There's going to be a Capital Convention West uh, that's going to take place in Las Vegas, Nevada. So I'm really excited about being there. Uh, and what? when will this This will happen? be August 22nd through the 24th of 2017. August 22nd up to August 24 in Las Vegas right. and this, this and you will be teaching there yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm going to teach something completely different. This is the first for everybody to hear about it, um, which is really awesome. So I'm going to be teaching, uh, one of the classes I can tell you about is I'm going to teach uh, on creating a balloon, uh, balloon show. So I'm really excited. I'm going to be teaching stuff that's been working for me for the past two years. Um, that that have that I've been doing and, and gr- gets a great response. But one of the important things is one that I really enjoy doing. So I'm going to share my secrets and my my tips on uh, on on having fun and doing a balloon show. That's not fair. It is. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> that you guys you guys have 
the best conventions uh, in it's just amazing gosh this is I mean when I chose to do this uh, season about conventions I was under the impression that I will uh, help a lot of people make a good decision and going to conventions but if I was in the US right now I would go to all of the conventions <laughs> I mean gosh and uh, and your lecture sounds awesome. Well, thank you. This is so exciting. So and by the way, the the Capital Convention West will pretty much share the same main principle of hosting people from all around right. all all kinds of niches. Right now, the thing that's different, yeah. So it has the same the same type of same type of feeling that Capital Convention, the one here on the East Coast, does. But the difference is, is that since this is the first year, it's very limited. So there's only 100 people that can register. Um, so I'm not sure when this comes out if they've had all 100 people that have registered or not. But um, for the first year, there's only going to be 100 people that are going to be able to register for it. So it's a very special uh, convention. Right. Very intimate. Yes, absolutely. And that makes it... And I think that adds to that whole feeling um, of family as well. So, so that special people that get to be a part of the first year, that's something special they'll be able to get to share with each other, um, which I think is a great thing. I agree. I agree. And uh, the location would be awesome, too. Uh, gosh, uh, I'm, just, I'm just full. I'm so jealous. <laughs> that sounds Sounds awesome. So, guys, if you want to meet Brian Garner, the balloon nerd, you have two options for you. You can go on January 27, 28, 29th to uh, Washington, D.C. in the U.S. and learn from him in Capital Convention. And you can also go on 22, 23, and 24 of August uh, if you manage to register on time and go there to Las Vegas and actually build... And balloon show by uh, being inspired by Brian's The Balloon Nerd lecture and of course obviously you will need to find your own persona for and don't do The Balloon Nerd no, yeah? no, no. we, we, we need, don't need any more of these yeah, the world's, no, yeah, yeah, we have one one is enough uh, definitely so one ZV Kiwi and one Balloon Nerd and uh, you can go to Las Vegas and enjoy the awesome intimate feeling of being with 99 more talented people <laughs> that that uh, invest in their careers and in their professional development this has been so much fun brian i take my hat off for you i take my glasses off for you um i just want to let you know here from little sunny israel i appreciate you and i uh, hope Many people will check what you do because what you do is you push. You push the art to more entertainment Thank you. Places. That means a so, lot. I appreciate that. And I take my socks off to you. Thank you. And I hope to meet with you one day in a convention nearby. Me too. So thank, thank you, you again. Wow. Brian Garner really managed to sell me the idea of the Capital Convention and how it's a cool place to learn all kinds of fields. You know, I've been personally been very uh, jealous, I might even say, about puppeteers and ventriloquists and how they manage to throw their voices. And I'm definitely interested in comedy and clowns. So I think that being in a convention where all of the people that I appreciate and admire are there 
and especially balloon artists like Derek Wong and Brian Garner and all of the amazing other people like Gash, Christopher Lyle, who will also be teaching with me in Twist and Shout. Uh, speaking of Twist and Shout, uh, you can still register with the special coupon by going to the balloonartistpodcast.com website, pressing on the tab TNS Twist and Shout, basically downloading a coupon that was approved by Patty. When you buy your registration to Twist and Shout with that coupon, you're eligible to get a really cool price. It's actually a raffle, so you don't really know what you will get, but prices uh, value start at uh, 49 bucks, and you can get um, a price which costs even as much as 1600 bucks, which is just crazy. So definitely check out the Twist and Shout promotion if you are interested in coming to Twist and Shout. It doesn't cost you anything else. It's just a way for you to show that you support the Balloon Artist podcast. More than that, I want to share with you there's an upcoming lecture that I will be giving at the end of the month of December. This lecture will be a paid lecture that I am giving in the Kids Entertainer Academy. Uh, all of my lectures that are in the Kids Entertainer Academy are paid. They cost 37 bucks a month. Uh, it's a by-the-month kind of service. It really would have been nice to get Kids Entertainer Academy, you know, with an unlimited license. You know, you just pay, I don't know, $2,000 and get it for life. But uh, creating all of this new material does cost uh, a running fee. So 37 US dollars and then you get to be inside Kids Entertainer Academy and you get the access to my lectures. In addition to that, you also get some cool courses uh, like the course that I learned how to do balloon workshops from or a course about AdWords and even, which is uh, probably the most important thing, if you want to build your own show it might be a preschool show it might be any other show like a birthday show Uh, they have five different shows that you can actually get inspiration from and even learn and do them or do a variation of or just start with it so that you can understand what is entertainment and how does it work and how do you make kids laugh more so if you're interested in improving your game either with the balloon workshops or with actually going into the entertainment side of things um, definitely you want to check that out so kids entertainer academy uh, if you want to use a special uh, invitation for me that will actually help me as an instructor there but uh, uh, as a token of appreciation i'm willing to give you my ebook the champion building system which is worth uh, 47 bucks and that's it only if you are subscribed to the balloon artist podcast emails and then uh, through them uh, choose to join the kids entertainer academy and email me the details of you joining kids entertainer academy so again thank you for listening to the show i hope that you check um, my other stuff like the balloon stock up the Brody's balloon stock up uh, there are some. There was a really cool Cyber Monday sale, and I've heard that some people even used their Cyber Monday sale to buy Brody's balloon stock up for one dollar, and then to use the twenty dollar coupon to buy a brand new Legenda B two three one, and that is a cool way to use your coupon. So definitely, I'm happy for you guys. 
if you manage to get your hands on the Cyber Monday deal because that deal is off and you cannot get that deal anymore, I think. So I hope that you do check uh, my other stuff like the Brody's Balloon Stock Up or the generic version, which is the Balloon Stock Up. It's going to be awesome soon with the new feature of the job cost form. Thank you guys for your time, for listening to the Balloon Stock Up, for your listening to the Balloon Artist Podcast. And thank you also for going to the Balloon Artist Facebook group where usually on Thursdays I have a Facebook live session next week because of the um, Israeli event. I'm probably not going to do that. But in any case, definitely check out the Balloon Artist Facebook group because some really crazy stuff happens there. So thanks again and see you next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Season 3, Chapter 8, The Tip Section. And today I want to ask you a question. Do you have insurance? Do you have liability insurance? Do you know how important it is that if you accidentally hurt someone in an event that you will have liability insurance? Well, uh, I want to share with you a tip that I got this week by my friend Guy Sheffer and he got this tip from a good friend of his and that is of uh, an insurance company called Basker Insurance. Uh, They have a website uh, basker-insurance.com and I've put the link on the show notes on balloonartistpodcast.com. Their insurance is pretty reasonably priced and it is an international insurance and they support uh, all kinds of uh, uh, entertainers such as balloon artists, jugglers, fire eaters and more. So uh, the pricing is very reasonable and it, it looks like something that might save you money. So I'm not a customer of them. I don't earn any affiliate fee from BaskerInsurance.com. I just enjoyed uh, learning about them and the people that recommended me about them are awesome people that I trust. So when I hear a tip from someone that I trust, I feel more inclined in paying money to that service provider. Okay, so that's how I roll. Okay, I trust some people. And then when they tell me, that there's a sale on Cyber Monday, I check it, right? So if if, if you need insurance, baskerinsurance.com. That's what I recommend you. So go to the balloonartistpodcast.com and you can check that out. Thank you guys and I hope to see you soon in the Balloon Artist Podcast.